Nice. How's it going? It's been a while. It has been a while. We took a little break, didn't we? Two, three weeks. I half a month, so, yeah. month and a half. Half a month. It was needed. Yeah. It's been hot, man, and I just didn't have the energy, and it's hot. I'm yeah. just going to say that again. <laughs> it's really hot. Uh-huh. I don't like it. You don't have to. I know. But you're going to say that you like it, aren't you? I mean, well, like, yeah. I mean, you're a grumpy that's, old man. That's, that's, uh, wouldn't that make me, like... The grumpiest old man? No, yes, the, the right. opposite of grumpy. Uh, what is that? A happy? Uh, oh, like an, uh, I see. Yeah. You're like... Of, no, I think you're still grumpy. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it, does, it is hot. It, it is. is humid. It, no, but it's breaking it because the fall is sadly it's, on the coast. Oh, do we have to say sadly? Sadly. Okay, sadly, sadly for some of us. All right. Mm. Yeah, actually, if, I, if if there's anything that I'm most, not only am I sick of the heat, I'm really sick of the Jeju government sending out <laughs> sending out 20 text messages a day yeah. about a heat wave. Yeah. We get it. Thank you. <laughs> we I Thank you. I appreciate the text messages. I do. But I'm I'm kind of done. It's a lot. Remind. It's a lot. It's a lot. Most people turn it off, but I keep it on for the COVID news, of course. I but I mean I like having it on because it is like sometimes there are important messages. Well, right? there was that missing child that yeah. was found. So I mean there are of course same same. I keep it mm. on, but I, we do do we need ten messages a day telling us that it's hot outside? Interrupts my YouTube videos. <laughs> <and my> washing <laughs> PP stops for, everything. For me, it just reminds me of how uncomfortable in the heat I am. So I mean we just don't need it. It's kind of neat though being in a room full of people and everybody phones go off all at the same time kind of it's like a, well i've been in newsrooms i was like you're oh i've been in newsrooms okay. where that has happened when it's not the government when right. it's like something when it's happening something and you're and, you're it's like, that and everybody jumps yeah. to it right so it's, it's a little different though when you're getting when i i literally yeah. when that happens i go ding i check and it's like oh okay. thanks again yeah, thanks again. thanks for reminding me that i'm useless nowadays <laughs> that i don't get messages like that, that i have anymore. no energy to do anything thank you jju yeah so mm. uh, we did take a break which is u- yeah. really really useful it's a it lot was. of work but thank you for waiting for us to yes. you know come back and come back Thanks with for episode your patience. number 12 yeah oh are we on episode 12 we are Dang. indeed we are indeed we're kind of we're kind of we're doing it we're hustling we're hu- we're doing it this is what the I kids didn't... say right yep Hustling? Uh, well, my kid doesn't. She's two. So. Yeah, and also I'm a little. I don't know what kids are saying these days, but I'm guessing I said hustling, yeah. so I'm guessing they're not. So, have you noticed any differences in the break that we had? What was Jeju like? Anything interesting and going on? Anything that you did see? Experience? I feel like this is a leading question for me to complain about the tourists. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. No, please, is, go is ahead. Sure. No, I'm going to keep it limited. I don't okay. need to be always so negative about the tourists. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's summertime. So um, everybody, their mother and their father are on Jeju. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot. It's, a, it's, it's unbelievable. A lot. It's the craziest, uh, it's the craziest I've ever seen it. Like, even driving through, like, not even going onto the beach, but mm-hmm. driving through the beach towns, it's something, it's something. It's a lot of domestic tourists, right? Which is really what mm-hmm. it is. It's a lot of people from the mainland because exactly. nobody can go anywhere else. We probably have already talked about this before. We probably mentioned it. <laughs> last month in July was the first, was the fourth consecutive month of hitting more than a million domestic tourists coming to Jeju, right? Mm-hmm. Within this is the not pandemic. so shocking. Yeah, no. but I, and I want to explain like to the listeners out. So this is not shocking for Jeju. Mm-hmm. We're a very popular island, but it is shocking that it's domestic only. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the surprise comes from. And and like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. in a pandemic. Yeah, in a just, pandemic. God bless it. Stay well, have, home. Have you noticed the, there's a lot of articles online from mm-hmm. the Korean newspapers talking about taking like 
trips to Jeju during the yes, pandemic. Yes. Like it's it's become it's like they're industry. advertising yeah, for it. Yes, it's, agreed, agreed. Some of them are probably yeah. advertorials, right? But oh, I think so. Yeah. The average is thirty five thousand people coming to the island a day on average, which is a lot of that people. Is so much for an island. I mean, in mm. Korea, right? Not other islands, but yes, here. But the biggest problem is the glass. Yesterday mm. was like the they broke COVID cases in Korea, right? To more yes. than two thousand two thousand two hundred people got right. COVID cases, but yet right. we're still. Doing this and because we're, I mean, because what else? Like, yeah, uh, it's hard. It's really, really hard. So I sympathize with all yeah. of them. But at the same yeah. time, I am actually getting more worried than I've ever been. Agreed. I also, oh, really? no, I was real worried in the beginning because there was not so much. And uh, when I, our numbers were quite high back in the uh-huh. day, but you know what I mean? A <laughs> couple like, months back. No, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like a year. How long have we been in this? pandemic it's been over 18 months jesus anyways yeah yeah, it's been a while so Uh i remember being a little bit more concerned and uh i i had this staying home Uh then i had this like jeju was more relaxed and i was like good we live on an island we can still live our lives so that was really fun Mm -hmm. and then now i'm back to like yeah i probably don't need to go to bars and and you know like a lot back to back home again so the thing that i don't feel like when I go out, when I go to the mm. beach, when I do these things, I don't feel like there are restrictions in place. It doesn't seem like it. Oh. Even though you're not supposed to be in groups of more than four, six, mm. six people, I think it is. Four, four people. Four people now. Four. And, and I, I just don't notice. I think people are fed up and they, they aren't abiding by it, 100%. right? You know, and like bars are supposed to be closed at 10 p.m. Right. But like, I believe it was last month there was 12 bars that were found to have violated those rules, right? I'm sure. I'm well, least only 12 out of... Caught. So, yeah, caught. So, yeah. Caught. But, like I said, I don't <clears throat> notice any of these violate, like, any well, of these rules being followed, really. Oh, that's a... Well, Not wonder, any of them. What yeah. I'm being a little bit facetious, but yeah. I meant like more like the six people, ga- the four people uh, gathering yeah. thing, right? And going well, to the I'm, beaches. With I'm pe- super aware of that. I don't know, but I can't speak for everyone. But mm-hmm. do do I think people are tired? Absolutely. And and I think one of the hard things is people are tired, and yet we're just seeing an increase in numbers. Yeah. So I think this is where people are just like, no, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well, like because know. of the boom, like there's a new airplane, a new airline that opened up like this week. What? Yeah, it's called oh, Air Premium. Air Premia, and it just opened up, and now it's flying from Seoul. Another airplane that's flying from Seoul I, to Jeju because it, I, there's demand for it. Breathing. I'm breathing. It, I think my biggest complaint is mm-hmm. if you're going to – well, uh, two things is. Mm-hmm. we. I talked about this a little bit on social media, but having – I have many friends that are owners of – service industry things, bars, restaurants, cafes, like that sort of Mm. thing. These owners, these private owners are not making money. They're not recouping any losses. They're not the only, I can't say the only, I'm, and I also don't want to speak broadly, but my friends are not making money. Mm. They're opening at seven. They're closing at 10. You know, what else can they do? It's a bar. It's a this and this, Mm. but the people that are making money are the major airlines and the big hotels. Uh-huh. And I think they're driving this. And so for me, when you say there's another airplane coming down, that just... Rawr, right. Rawr. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since, like, if we... You, they're not testing anybody coming on this island. They're well, just like, free entrance, come on in. Of course, because they're domestic, right? right? Like, you can't... You wouldn't... Well, in my opinion, they should. But anyways, that's a whole sure. other episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh. But, I mean, we just hope... What's it called again? Better. Air Premium? Air? Premium? Premium. Who owns it? I didn't actually check that up. Yeah, I think we shouldn't. Yeah, I want I, somebody must own it. Some <laughs> somebody's got to own it. Some big corporation owns that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's okay. Like, 
It's, but it is noticeable all the tourists that are here and their accidents. There's lots oh, of there's accidents. So many car, there's so much car stupidity. Mm. Have you, you haven't had any specific situations with any? I'm sure I have. And here's here's my goal from taking this little vacation okay. from the podcast. Mm. I'm gonna try to come back and not be like you know. Yeah. You know, I like, can't prod you into. You probably can. And if you do, I'm just gonna go off on a tangent because uh, it's all bottling up now. Yeah. But let's leave it alone. Yeah, because it, it also like the the issue of you know us who are not natives from here. Yes, getting exactly. upset with one of yes. the, the main. But my Korean. I mean, what about your wife? My my Korean friends are also like they uh -huh. they notice they're worried about it. They're you know every mm -hmm. you know I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, and my Korean friends are the owners of right. who I'm talking about. Uh -huh. You know, they well, they're not feeling it. Um, I, I know an owner of a GS25, <laughs> and business has not been as good, and it hasn't been good for since the pandemic. Which hit, is right? a little bit strange because I <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit strange because I do feel like if anything, the what is growing is the takeout booze. Uh -huh. So I have a couple girlfriends that opened a um, a bottle shop. In Shinjeju, and mm. so they also own a, a, a cafe in Hyopje. Right. And if one isn't doing well, they can count on the wine and the uh. beer selling. You know, so I'm a little surprised that the GS25 isn't. Yeah, no, that, the GS25 in Jungmoon. GS25 in Jungmoon. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. And I think that's about good, good enough segue <laughs> yes, for us to get to a Jeju, Jeju dialect. dialect. I'm super stoked. I'm really excited. Juju, our friend Juju, has mm -hmm. agreed to do this. Like. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, this will be our second one. Her second one. This will Her be second our second one. one. Yeah, and um, we should we should go there quickly. Do you okay, let's do it quickly. Jakey, Jakey, hop Jakey, Jakey. Oh, why do you have such a good memory for this? I, and why do I have such a bad I go memory for this? Around town. Saying these words, <sighs> JGJ Hopsa. I, I say it, it to my daughter. I Oy. I say it to my daughter in front of people that I know are JG Dorman. <laughs> so they're like, look Ooh. look at that guy. All right. Well, I already need to set my game up. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. now let's head on let's over. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, <laughs> you get so it is time. This is it's it's, it's serious super stuff. serious, super, everybody. Is it okay? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's time. For the ever important Jeju Dialect Corner with our gracious teacher, Ju Young Han. Thank whoop, you very whoop. much for being back here and deciding to school us in the wonders that is Jeju Satori. Oh, thank you for having me again. <laughs> I'm so really excited. excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we need to we need to find a way to do fake applause? Well, I, I can. I can put yeah. it in right here. There That's it is. Fake. Thanks, Juju. That's Thanks, Juju. That, that's right, real. Well, we're yeah. we're, anyways, we're doing that's it. That's real. No, you can, but I, I have the abilities <laughs> to put in a plug. But anyways. 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 What you got for us this week? Yeah. Today, um, I I was thinking what to teach you guys. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, maybe you guys, like most of the foreign um, people, uh -huh. you know, experts here, mm -hmm teach English right mm -hmm. so it might be useful to teach you guys like how to say be quiet everyone be quiet <laughs> that's so, awesome yeah all in Jeju dialect oh this is awesome now yeah. before we even start I need to ask you this quick question is this the polite way to say it or is this sort of like a shut so, up it's uh kind of yeah it, it's imperative Okay. Ah. Okay. All right. I, oh, I'm already happy about this. All right. <laughs> so, you, so you would say it sternly with a stern face. You wouldn't be yes. like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell it my wouldn't be two joking. year old daughter like, I'll oh, be quiet a little bit out okay. in the middle of the street yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I like it. Okay. So right, hit us. Hit us so, with it. Yeah. Repeat after me. Mm -hmm. Mundak. Mundak. 
Soxum. Soxun. Mundak Soxun. Mun. 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 Yes. Tak. 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 Mundak. Mundak. I find Mundak. If I, I find if I speak fast, Mundak. it's better. Uh. No. <laughs> it's Mundak. Mundak. Mun. Mun. <laughs> what, what are we doing wrong here? Is it is it like M U N or M O N? O N. Mun. Okay. O is it? It's O. Mundak. Mundak. Okay. Mundak. Mundak. Sum. Sok sum. Sum or sun? Sum. 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 Ah, That's great. Yeah. You got you got a compliment from the teacher. Show off. Thank you. No, I'm not going to go. So, <laughs> is like there's no ending to it. Like, what, what, let's talk about the Jeju Satori about it. Like, what is Jeju Satori about okay. this term? It's the whole thing is a Jeju dialect uh, expression. So, like, Mundak means every something. So, it can oh. be everyone or everything. Oh. Very every, cool. Yeah. Like, so, Amudo. Like, Amudo Absoil. Something mm. like that. Not the same mom? Amo? It's modu. Modu. All. It's ah. all, all of something. Ah. All. That's really cool. Yeah. So the mundak is the everything uh -huh. portion. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So mundak means every everything. So here it's everyone, right? Uh -huh. Okay. And uh, soksum means be quiet. Oh. Soksum, be quiet. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. oh. And that also is just Jeju? Mm -hmm. Soksum? Yes. Uh -huh. Soksum. Oh. Yeah. Do you think our most children will recognize it at all? Is it no? Okay, I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna see what yeah, kind of so attention. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be really funny that you know, like foreign teachers yeah. teach uh -huh. Jeju dialect yeah. to you know students uh, on Jeju Island. So yeah. That's yes. gonna be cool. Oh, that's fantastic. That is actually very cool. Yeah. I like that. And actually, I think I'm gonna put it on my board uh, next week. I'm gonna put it on my board and just be like, who knows what you know? Like have like a little intro uh -huh. to class and just be like, who knows what this is? And see about see what see what education my kids have. Yeah, Juyoung, mm? can you can I get you to say it one more time as a complete phrase? Okay. Montak soksum. Perfect. That's great. Yeah, no, that's a really good phrase. End with a finger. End with a finger. Point. <laughs> yes. Remember. Yeah. Juju, that's awesome. This is a really good one. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be using this one with your child. With my. With my child. Oh, on your dog. On my dog. On your dog. Yeah. He's. He's Juju though. He's, he's Juju. He'll yeah. understand. He'll understand. Yeah. Oh, here thanks. So I was thinking, you know, mm -hmm. like I am. Uh, I. I'm not sure what. Uh, kind of sentence or expression to teach you guys. Yeah. You know, like I want to teach something very useful mm. that you you can use like in daily you know like life. So mm. maybe we ask the listeners, sure. or audience. You Absolutely. Know, like, um, yeah, That's a great idea. Yeah. So yeah. listeners. Yeah. If you guys have anything that you'd like to learn how to say in Jeju Satori and Jeju dialect, mm -hmm. you can let us know on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can email us at meyouandjeju at gmail .com. There's a million ways There's to get a hold of us. You can smoke signal if you're on the island. I'll see it. You'll we'll, we'll get it. We'll yeah, get it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> just to see what they would think would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you're in, in Jungmun and you have a suggestion, you can always go to the GS25 in Jungmun and let me know, or <laughs> let the workers there know who are <laughs> affiliated with this podcast. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's about all we have time for. Thank you so much again always for coming thank on. You. This is great. My pleasure. My pleasure. Mwah. Bye. Bye.
Yeah, that was another good lesson from Juju, hey? Yeah, well, yeah. Was, that was number two for her, and yeah. she's batting uh, 100%. She I is think. batting, I think, 110%, perhaps even. Oh, I mean, not you, to, like, throw crazy numbers out yeah. there, but yeah. Also yeah, that's fun. fake baseball numbers, I'm really, but sure. I, I'm really excited to just see where this can go. We'll see what yeah. happens and what we can learn. But yeah. for sure, I'm putting, uh, wait, wait for it, Mundak Soksu. She'll be, she'll, she'll be listening to this mm. and cringing, but yeah. I'm putting this on the door on on, uh, on my my whiteboard. Yeah, and also we'll be putting on Instagram so you oh, can look at the call, phonetics yeah. and the Korean spelling and, listen to it. and listening to yeah. how Ju Young actually pronounces it. <laughs> Not so us. So you can <laughs> follow up correctly. Now, um, we've been talking a lot about Hanyo. We have, and I think it's a big part of the island. I yeah. think we're going like. I, I, I always think that maybe we should not talk so much about it or try to find a way because it... That's so interesting. It can't... Yes, yes. It, but also, I don't want to oversaturate our... Con- like, oversaturate because there's so much content about Henyo. But I think... We're still going to do it tonight anyway. Yeah, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Let's do it. I have some... An interesting Something interesting? Talk, yeah, way to talk about it. So... All right. What would you say mm. if I told you the Henyo could be the key to saving people who are lost in the mountains from dying from hypothermia. What? <laughs> I would say what? <laughs> okay, so you D- did D- hear my Dar- question. Daryl said what? <laughs> yeah. So what would you say if I told you the key, yeah, I... Henyo would be the key, to, could be a key to saving people from hypothermia? At first I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I think, well, they dive all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but w- w- where the connection is, you're beats me. Right. That, yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. too. So, okay. But the, I mean, ma- it, the it, U.S. Yeah. military is interested in this. <laughs> Jeez. Right? So the Office of Naval <laughs> Research has recently awarded uh, Munte Sok, an associate professor at the University of Washington in St. Louis, $500,000, half a million for a three-year grant to investigate how heat from the human microbia may contribute to maintaining body temperature in cold environments. So, for those who don't know what the human microbia is... I'm, I'm still stuck on what our military is doing with our money. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's my great. My money as an American. I it's only half a mil. I, I paid only half a mil? Well, well I, yes, but still. But go, yeah. fa- so we can invade... I don't... Okay, let's just move on. Okay, keep going with the yeah, story right, so, before I get but worked up. The military is interested yeah. in the Henya. Yeah, but that's... Right? Cause of concern. Right. So <laughs> Moon is a, he's a researcher of bacteria, which is okay. the, the human bi- mi- microbiota, microbiota is. <laughs> it's, the mi- it's the bacteria that are on our body, on our skin, okay. and in our stomach. And apparently, oh. um, yeah, 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 yeah. 60% of our like skin cells are actually bacteria, which raises the question about who are we and what makes up a human if 50, 60% of our body is actually <laughs> Bacteria. This but, is a deep episode, but let's look super kick, kick. deep. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, his end goal with this uh. project, Professor Moon, is to to detect when is to create these microbiota, these bacteria. Yeah. So when the temperature drops, for them to produce heat. To in order. Okay. To prevent... Okay, so... Yeah, okay. That's a, it's, that's it's a lot. That's a right. lot. That's so, a big 
project. It's a huge project, right? I have because so many what he questions has to do, I'm sure we can't answer. Is he needs to identify the mechanism in the bacteria that submits, generates heat, submits the heat, okay, and then program it so when the temperature drops, it, it will exude like like it will generate heat. Turn on. Heat is generally thought of as a like a waste product that yeah. things make, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he wants to take that waste product and turn it into something Useful. that will prevent people from dying underwater. Oh, okay. Now. Jeez. Wow. His end goal from that okay. would be to create something like a skin block that you would put on your skin, which has this like microbia oh. on it, that when you go in the water, it would activate and you would not be cold. You would not suffer from hypothermia. Or if you're in the hiking, you could take a pill. Sure. This is the end goal. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does this have to do with Henyo? Well, they dive all year round. No? They make more? I don't know. I'm, I'm just this, throwing things out. They make right. more of this enzyme? Well, the Henyo were actually the inspiration for this project. Okay. Because he's, sure. he's Korean. He was from Seoul. Okay. And this is like the fact of the podcast, okay. of all of our podcasts. Oh, okay. What would you say if I told you that Henyo probably have bigger spleens than non-Henyos? Are spleens useful? <laughs> Isn't that one of those things you can do without? Or is that, no, you need, appendix is you can do without. Appendix you can do without. Do we, do we need our spleen? Yeah. A spleen. Oh, my bad. Because research has shown that your spleen, divers have larger spleens because when they go under the water, it actually helps oxygenate their blood for longer. Okay. So it allows them to hold their breath for longer. And there was a, st a professor who studied the spleens of... Uh, like nomadic divers living it, people yeah living like in indonesia where they wow. are nomadic sea divers and she discovered that their spleens are larger than their like land-dwelling people can you imagine being smart enough to be a doctor and be like you know what i think there's something <laughs> in the you know like can you imagine being smart enough to like have this idea and then be like focus it in and be yeah. like i'm gonna go study sure. some people that's mm. fascinating and so the idea we don't know if it's true yet because oh, no one's okay, researched so we don't know about the henyo we don't know if the henyo actually but, but these the theory, other people yeah for sure have been confirmed mm. so the theory is and we need there needs this to be more funny okay. right to check that the spleens of so we were talking last week yeah. ago, like henyo's a job right but also this job is having over generations affecting Changing. their evolution which would make sense, right? right. Absolutely. Yeah, after, absolutely, right? It, I'm trying to think general, of other... evolution, it yeah. makes sense in my head. Then I think about it. I'm like, wow, that's wild. But yes, uh, yeah. So his theory okay. is that <laughs> is out there. the microbia okay. of Henyo, because Henyo have been important. diving for a long time, mm -hmm. diving for a long time, and only recently with wetsuits, his theory yes. is that yes. the microbia of Jeju Henyo may also have evolved to help them be more susceptible because we have a symbiotic relationship right. with these with these bacteria. How, is he here? Are the Henyo letting him study them? Have we gotten that far in the... That, that's, I that asked him about step? that. Yeah, okay. yeah th what? that was what he wants to do next. He first, okay. Because he needs to first figure out how to... Uh, where Set this it up. mechanism yeah. in the bacteria is... That can wild. Uh, that generates heat, and then figure out a way how to get it to activate sure. if in cold temperatures. But doesn't he need to come and figure out the? Is it the next step would be to see after once he can figure out all that stuff, right? Then he can go out and see 
if it Hanyo does have special okay. microbia, bacteria on them. Wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, really crazy. He told me that this How is the craziest come... idea that he's ever had. Yeah, well, I'm I'm right there with him. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he seems he's got the funding. He's got so, funding. Something about this must be Ringing a bell in the science world, right? Well, I mean, well, for me, it's all another language. But the military is interested in it. that's who's yeah, funding so that's it. That's a whole other thing. Well, the military. Well, but mil- still, obviously, there uh, there's something there. There's definitely something. Yeah. Well, because the military is interested in it because of well, for lots of reasons. Sure. I mean, rescue too. Let's not be like negative. I won't be negative. I'm sure re- well, for rescue too. But I mean, there's also yeah. engineers, right? You have sure. The, you, mil- that need to fix the things. U- the military engineers, mm-hmm. and if they are this working in the Arctic, which is going to become a very important. It is a very important yes. right now strategic yes. zone. Yes. If a diver's suit gets ripped, that's mm, the only that's, thermal protection they have. Yeah, and that's it. But yeah. if you put on this like goo that he, <laughs> he, he developed, that now is did, this now microbia. Now did he call it goo, Daryl? I just in your called interview? it goo. He I'm said something like a sunblock. He said something oh, like so, a sunblock. Oh, literally goo. Yeah, like a oh. goo. You would put this on your body. Oh, I thought you were being f- okay. An really hour or like before you and then you would go. Use, and, it's kind of like um. What did I might be pulling this out of mm. thin air, but isn't this kind of like what when people are doing they're swimming uh, across what is the word for that? And don't they use like blubber or something to protect? Isn't that a thing? Did I just make that up? I'm I, pretty sure I did not make that up. I, well, I'm not familiar with yeah. it. But it's kind of like the same thing where uh-huh. it's the protection in the ocean for like the long distances and right. the cold. Uh-huh. And I think they were putting like a thing, you uh-huh. know, like a yeah. Anyways, I'll look that up later in case I sound like an but idiot. But I, a yeah, fascinating that's project. so. Yeah. Again, like to have the m- mindset. Mm. I don't you know. I know. Like, I know. How do you just even? And he, if he calls it a crazy idea, geez. The craziest idea if you had a, ever had, ever had, ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so do we do? Is there? I'm just. Uh, is there a timeline? Did he give you a timeline? It's when got three years, right, to do okay. this. To do this so first part of the project. Bam, bam, After bam, that. Bam. Then they will, gets he would like to go renew. to the Hanyo okay. or, you know. So three years now and then maybe three years down the road, we'll exactly. come to Jeju and explore that more. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep us updated. Uh, okay. I, I've spoken to him. I, I interviewed him, obviously, yeah. for this segment. Yeah. And um, But now it's time to go talk to a, our interview with Mr. Brian Miller, a former longtime resident of the island, a photographer. Old friend of yours? Old friend, old of, friend of, yours, of mine, yeah. a chum of mine. And uh, let's go to that now. Ladies and gentlemen, now with us is the wonderful, the handsome, the August. The August. August photographer extraordinaire, Brian Miller. Thank you very much for being with us. A long time Thank former. You. Cheers. A former long time resident of Jeju. Cheers. Mm-hmm. You are you for the occasion. You brought a bottle of soju. Yes. Chamiso. <laughs> So, how have you been? It's been a long time. For full disclosure, Brian and I would go way back. We used to, you know, chum around the streets of Jeju City Hall back in the day. (laughs) So... We, we know each other quite well. I'm sorry, I'm just going to interrupt here for one second. Sure, go right you used ahead. to chum around the streets. Chum. If, if you wanted anything to make you sound like a more of a grumpy old man, you're really, you're doing it, Daryl. You're doing it. You used to chum around the streets? We did chum around the streets, All and right. we were grumpy old men, though we were younger men then together. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Let's move on. So, and the reason why we have Bruce Bryant. What? Would you say? Grumpy old young men? Yeah, grumpy old young men. I like that. That's yeah. good. Now, Brian Miller, as many people may... 
If you do not know of Brian Miller, you've probably seen his work because it's plastered everywhere online. This is true. And if you look up Jeju, chances are you might come across one of his pictures because for a very long time, and even still, you were kind of like the foreign or at least Western photographer of Jeju. Now, you have a new <laughs> book coming up at some point when everything is finished and settled. It's going to be called Village Across the Street. I'd like to talk to you about this Across book. the sea. Across the sea? What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know what you said, but you did Village say Village Across the Sea. <laughs> now, Brian, tell us a little bit about this photography book. What is it? What were you trying to achieve with it? Well, some people might be familiar with like the original that was published, I, God, maybe 12 years ago. Okay. It's been a while. But um, uh, that one was published through Jeju City Hall, and I never really liked it. I was never really happy with it. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> uh, for a number of reasons. Now, was it, it's something of a disappointment for me. But um, yeah, one reason was that it didn't really have any focus. And if you if you have a copy of that book or you've seen a copy of it, it's massive. Mm -hmm. It's like this thick. Oh, it's like okay. it's hundreds of pages. Hundreds yeah. of pages. Okay. It, yeah. It really liked focus. And you know, I think with like uh, photography collections or f f photo books, like less is more. You don't want to okay. be throwing all of your photos into like a gallery or a photo True. book like that. True. So and <laughs> God. There was just stuff in there, like, I look at it now and I'm like, why did I put golf pictures in this schedule book? <laughs> why did you have two pictures of Daryl in there? Because that's what the people wanted. That's, that's what, what they, they asked for. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just giving them what they wanted. So then what is, what is the, what do you, the focus of this book is going to be what then? Obviously more streamlined. Well, yeah, the thing is, um, Somebody, oh, a friend of mine actually contacted me uh, a little while ago and was like, um, hey, uh, I lost my copy of that book. Uh, can I get another one? And I kind of just laughed and was like, oh, that, that, that awful book that I published. <laughs> uh, and I said, no, it's not available anymore. And so then I went, I went to Joey, Joey Rosatano and I mentioned it to him. I was like, ah, this guy asked me for this book. And he was like, yeah, you know, like uh, there's still copies of that book and coffee shops around the island yeah. and people ask me like where to get it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh really? And he was like, yeah, you should, you should maybe like uh, publish it, republish it. And so I kind of got the wheels turning in my head. And um, so I went to work on um, putting together another book, but um, the difference now is that um, I've been gone from Jeju for like 10 years. So I, I have a different, totally different mindset now. Oh. And um, my, you know, like my my memories of Jeju and everything, like I'm very nostalgic about my time there. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. this book is um, much more of a mood than that last book. The last oh, book was like, That's a cool way to say that, was, Brian. <laughs> that's really cool. It's much more like, of a mood. <laughs> yeah. The last book was like an encyclopedia. But, uh, <laughs> This um, it's it's a much more nostalgic look at Jeju, and um, you know we we got Brett to do the intro. Brett Crehan, uh, yeah, former J writer, former, yeah. Jeju resident. Mm-hmm. Really good writer. Mm -hmm. um, he he basically just wrote this like really beautiful essay about how he felt about the island, 
Oh, and nice. I sort of like uh, cut it up and made part of it uh, the foreword and part of it like the conclusion. And then um, Joey Rosatano, who's a you know a filmmaker, and um, he's done a lot of work with shamans on the island. Um, he he went and like interviewed a bunch of like shamans and local people about uh, shamanism on the island, and so the quotes are there in the book and. Daryl contributed also. Nice. I did. Daryl wrote a really nice story. So, yeah, it's just a, a much more emotional, nostalgic look at Jeju. Oh, that's kind of cool. So I'm a lot happier with this one. Good. Do you have, like, a, uh, a couple favorite photos that you'd like to – from the book? Hmm. They're all his favorite, Daryl. Yeah, every single one. They're all your babies. <laughs> well, the Hanyo, the Hanyo photos are all yeah. favorites, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, there's one series of photos about uh, an animal sacrifice during a shamanism ceremony that's kind of, kind of, um, it means something to me because like it was so difficult, you know, to shoot shamans because mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, sometimes they're not so welcoming to outsiders. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very culture there. Um, so shooting shamanistic ceremonies, you know, the goop, yeah, it was difficult, huh. and um, I had tried to photograph this particular ceremony where they sacrificed a chicken, um, and uh, I was turned away. They told me to leave, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, like that, I eventually did photograph it, and what it meant to me was that, like, um, you know, all the hard work trying to like build connections with the shamanistic community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ingratiating myself with those people, that it really paid off, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice. So this is kind of the satisfaction of, like, taking those photos. Yeah. Uh, I have to cool. tell you that some of my, my best memories on the island are the times that we did stuff together for work, like going to get photos mm-hmm. or, like, when we went to the, the, even though the pictures are not in there anymore, the golf the <laughs> stories we went and did. Or um, one of the best stories was, and the most interesting thing was going to try to find the shamans, the the shrines on Jeju. That yeah, a couple of times it's fa- fantastic because they're everywhere. They're yeah. in towns yeah. and they're really like sometimes oh, they're they're right in front of you, right in front of you, and you don't know. I went with Joey a few times. Mm. Yeah, that he took me around and saw. It's really cool. Yeah, and when we were there, like, um, well, when I was there, mm. um, they weren't mapped out. Like, people didn't know how many shrines there were yeah. or where they were. Right. So um, a friend of mine named Junghee, um, she was part of a, a group of people, historians, that were going around the island and, like, trying to map out where the shrines were. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when me and Daryl were with her, like, she was, you know, like, inter- like talking to people on the street, like, asking them, like, where this particular shrine was, blah, 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 blah. Oh. When we found it, she would, like, take down the GPS location. Wow. And, like, mark down, like, what it was and why why that shrine existed, like what God it was built was for. Brian, how, like, how long ago was that? Like, do you, do you got a year? God. No, hard. It's a, <laughs> a decade it's ago. All it, it was a long time ago, but, but yeah. Yeah. Like uh, speaking to Joey, like, um, I guess, uh, like now all that work has been done. Like mm-hmm. everybody knows all the shrines are. So I feel really fortunate that I had that experience. That right. Sort of like in a Jones experience, like, trudging through Jeju mm. looking for signs that had been forgotten. Well, we, well, when you say that everybody knows where it is, Brian, this has been now published? 
Yeah, they oh. they finished their work uh, a while ago. <laughs> well, I'm getting okay. so old. Yeah. <laughs> Join the club. The former name of his book was The Island of 18,000 Gods, was it oh. not? Yeah, that was that was a working title. Yeah, yeah. because the island, each village has two gods. He's got a good memory, Brian. Each village has two gods, right? Um, and then they're married, or right. husband and wife, or man and woman sometimes. Yeah. And the stories about them, like I remember going to one um, where like the gods had gotten divorced and oh. they, one of them was kicked out of the other tree <laughs> and was like halfway across the town. Or, yeah, it was it's at the Mini Mini Land. It's the one that's inside Mini Mini Land. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that, I don't even know what to say about that. They it's made an amusement park around yeah. a shrine. And so is the shrine still standing? It's it's a tree inside. Okay. And, and they did not cut the tree down. The town wouldn't let them. Good, because you know how many, uh, yeah. Joey mm-hmm. took me around, you know how many shrines have been paved over for literally parking lots? It reminds me of that song, put up a parking lot. Uh. Yeah, anyways, he was he was <laughs> steaming about some I'm things. Sure. He would take me and be like just angry, I think, uh. yeah. <laughs> uh, now, are you still shooting in Japan? I'm assuming you still shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, because of the pandemic, I can't do what I really want to do. Uh-huh. Um, I have been shooting like, uh, heavy metal and punk concerts here. Wait, what kind of? Sorry, what? Heavy metal and punk concerts. Oh, I like you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. was a big thing. He, he loved well, heavy metal, and he would shoot yeah. them as often as he could down here. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I try to do a lot, as many. Back when I first moved here, I really try to get the music scene going here. It was a lost effort at some point, but I really, really, I did a lot of festivals and stuff. So yeah, very cool. cool. Mm-hmm. So well. <laughs> Uh, Daryl was saying that you were also. Is there something about like Japanese divers? Are you? Are you? Is that a project you're oh, doing? Yeah. yeah, I've been photographing that. They're called Ama here. Okay. So yeah, I've been photographing them for yeah a number of years, but because of the pandemic, mm. I can't really do that right now. Can, mm. can you explain what the difference between is? Is there a difference between shooting the uh, Ama and shooting the Henyo? It's largely the same, you know, it's basically the same job. Um, there are some differences, uh-huh. um, you know, just in the way it's organized and um, in practice. Uh-huh. Like um, there, there's a way of diving here. Um, like a husband and wife will go out in a boat and the boat will have a kind of like pulley system on it. Oh. And um, uh, the, the ama, you know, the heño, the female diver, will have like uh, these heavy weights on her on her wetsuit oh. and uh, she'll be attached to this pulley system and then she'll go down in the water and the weights will carry her down to the bottom of the ocean. And then, um, you know, she'll gather up whatever she can. And then uh, the husband will like reel her back in. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. sounds really dangerous. <laughs> I'm oh, fascinated. Geez. That's wow. I have never. Okay. Okay then. Yeah. And are uh, they... Are they really, as sorry? Sorry, go ahead. Are they uh, as old as not as old? Uh, is this a tradition that goes back as as far as the Henyo go? Do you know that? Or yeah. Is that, yeah. Okay. It's, it's been yeah, it's been with Japan for a long time. Actually, it was okay. in Taiwan. Okay. A few years ago, like photographing Henyo in Taiwan. Mm. So that's that's a very different situation there. Okay. It's really interesting. So it's not just like I don't think be, when people, people realize, realize people like they think, think the henyo are just henyo and that's yeah. it. And they think you were here, you know, they promote them like they're like next to gods. Yeah. 
You know how yeah. how important the Henio and the Henio culture is, and well, as an American, uh, you know, I definitely have never before moving to Jeju. It was nothing I uh, experienced. So you even just saying you were in, do you say Taiwan? Yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, that they have their own. I mean, that's all news to me. I wonder if they're I, related in any way, like, or if it's just us. Rant, like a different, yeah, yeah, or if it's just because I know that Jeju Henio have also gone to Japan, Russia, and like, Russia yeah, and other places yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to do that too. I would love to go to Russia and try to find right. Henio that would be but really cool. The, the divers in Taiwan are called Hainu, which oh. is very similar. Sounding to very similar yeah. That's really interesting. But if you talk to people in Taiwan, like I interviewed um, the directors of a museum in this small town where like uh, several of the Hainu are located. Mm. Uh, if you talk to those people, they'll tell you that like it all originated in China. <laughs> of course. Yes. Like every, every country where like these women divers appear, like they will tell you like, Oh, it started here. Like we're the original. Right. But um, I've always been really curious about where it all started mm. because there's never, I never really heard like a really convincing explanation for right. why women dive and not men or why it's such a, a big part of the culture. But um, the directors of this museum um, told me something really interesting. They said like uh, in China, um, women are considered bad luck to boats because of their menstruation. Like uh, the menstrual cycles may make boats unlucky. Yeah. So for that reason, women are not allowed in the boats. Or, you know, in the past, they were not allowed in the boats. Mm -hmm. And that's why they were diving while the men were on the boats fishing. Oh, is that why the men kept them on these lures off the boat? That's a pretty good explanation. Like all the other well, explanations I've heard for why women dive and not men, mm -hmm. like, you know, because they have this special type. kind of fat mm -hmm. lure. Yeah. Well, and that never really seemed convincing to me. Oh, I was like, well, as a female, I do have this special kind of fat, yeah. <laughs> well, Jeju, Jeju had to do with more with, like, the, the taxation exactly. issues. Exactly, to right? avoid, like, right. Like, women, men were uh, taxed for fishing and women weren't, we could get, which yeah. is one of the reasons why uh, women really took off because it used to be a more man profession. Right. And that's mm -hmm. why the men wait and help the women once they get out. Like, they were literally just waiting mm -hmm. by the seashore to help mm -hmm. them with stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, right. Brian Miller, having you just finished saying all that thing, have you not ever thought about making a book about the women divers just solely? Like, even if oh. it was just the three that you filmed, wouldn't yeah. that be cool? That's that's sort of my life's work. Yes. Um, that would be I, really cool. I've been photographing Henio for, God, just 15 years. Uh -huh. Is it 20? I don't know. Let's go with 20. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds uh, good. But what is uh, it about the Henio? Why why these female divers? Because we we talk about the Henio a lot on the show, a lot on the show. and we have issues with the exotification of them and uh, people who uh, like treat them as more than like people and more that as have a profession. Jobs. Yeah. yeah, it's a job. And it's... you don't do that, obviously. I've seen your work and been around you a lot. But what is it about the Henio that, or about these female divers everywhere in the world, that makes you want compelled to? Want to film them. yeah work and create a work out of them. Well, I I shoot a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I'm shooting Hainu or Ama or Hainu, I feel like I what I'm doing is really important, both because you know it's part of the it's part of human culture that's kind of disappearing. Um, 
And I feel like when I'm photographing them, I'm helping to record this, this, this culture that's, that's not going to last. It's not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there is that. But also, I just really love being on the ocean, like mm-hmm. the ocean. It's always fascinating to me. Like I love being out there. Um, so. No, your pictures from of Hanyo are like they're stupendous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank they, you. They they yeah. they used to don the walls. They may still I haven't been to Baghdad in years. Well, I was actually so. going to bring that up. Like for all of our listeners, obviously most of our listeners now are kind of the newer generation of JTU. But for anyone wondering his work, you could mm. go to Baghdad, the mm. uh, Indian restaurant in City Hall, and your work is still up there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, you do take really phenomenal. Uh, Portraits, uh-huh. yeah, really, really amazing. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. Now, before before we go, I did want to talk a little bit about Brian, Mr. Miller. You did live on the island for um, a while and decided to leave. And I think there's a lot of people who can actually relate to you, like I could, about maybe some of the reasons why you decided to leave the island. Could you get into some of the frustrations that you had while you were here? Well, you know, just sort of general things like the visa situation like I didn't feel like I could um, make money doing the things that I wanted to do like photography Mm. like legally and I never really felt comfortable with like I don't know being paid under the table for the work that I was doing or Mm, absolutely so there was that and but honestly it was just the fact that like all my friends left and (laughs) things changed you know mm-hmm. and it just wasn't the same anymore i get that i get the whole like it's not the same as it no, was 100% when, when we not. got here it's amazing how quickly everything james geckos has been gone for since when it, you took it okay. with you it left uh, around then no i think I, I i partied there a few times so it, uh, it hung on to its last threads mm. and then it disappeared yeah yeah. Those were great times. Those were uh, great times. Even for me, those were great times. We, you, do you remember, like, I don't know what your guys' times, but after the Jeju United games, mm. all the footy players would come out, and the coach, you remember Silver Fox? Yeah. He would come, he would hang out, and we would just be drinking with the players and hanging out at this bar. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we and and again, I get nostalgic about, uh, nostalgic about that tent in Jeju. Mm-hmm. Like, right there it was. <laughs> there it was. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, well, so, yeah, because it, like the the issue I always found was the lack of you can't. There's no political opportunity, a, opportunity or political agency you had. You yeah. couldn't do anything. You yeah. had no effect upon anything, which I always felt was very frustrating. It is. Which is why I, one of the reasons why I left is because I couldn't feel like I could do my work the way I wanted to do it here, and that's why I kind of went to Canada to become mm-hmm. a reporter there for a couple mm-hmm. of years because I just felt kind of neutered. My wings clipped. <laughs> Another yeah. cliche. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I can see that. I do. I do want to go back to Jeju and like take more photos of Hanyo, more photos of shamans and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a lot of interest there, but you know, yeah. when you're living there, like you're kind of limited by like the visa, but also like 100%. what you said. Like you're treated a certain way there. You know. Mm-hmm. You're treated as like, um, I don't know, they expect you to, I don't know, say nice things about the island and promote the island. (laughs) So you're, I guess you're just more of a promotional tool. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I I didn't really feel comfortable 
<laughs> Agreed. Especially especially 10 years ago. I think maybe a lot of people, new people here might not relate to that so much, but 100%, 110%, mm. all of us that have been here a long time, I'm, everyone listening is probably nodding their head. Yeah, mm. it, it, it is much different. And you were just a face that they wanted you to smile and be like, oh, this food. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Funny, I, we've all experienced that. I've been in a commercial like that. I, I'm sure you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a commercial where I was like, I was told to go to a sashimi restaurant, yeah. and we had to eat it. And oh, oh, the best! <laughs> people can't see me if they're just listening to it, but a very Thumbs enthusiastic <laughs> face of food yeah. enjoyment right going yeah. on right there. And so, yeah, Brian, once did you? Since you've been gone about a decade, have you been back to Jeju since? Yeah, I went. I went a couple of years ago. You did nice. Yeah. Were you completely shocked? Because I am always shocked, and I've I haven't left for nine, ten years. So I will drive to an area, and I'm like, damn, you know, like my memories are still there, but it's it's such a different island. Mm, yeah, I mean, a lot's changed, but yeah, you know, as much as things change, they stay the same. Stay the same. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> how long, uh, if you don't mind me asking, your last visit, I'm just curious for personal reasons. How long was your stay when you came here? I think a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Good for you. I had a, a photo gallery at a museum here in, uh, in Japan. And uh, the owner of that museum uh, actually knew the head of a fishing village in Jeju. Oh, cool. And so he connected me to him and... Um, oh. Went and took pictures of Hanyo for a few days. Yeah, that was really nice. Hell yeah, man. That's very cool. So, and you know, if our listeners would like to get in touch with you or uh, look at follow some of your you, work, yeah. follow your work, where can people get a hold of you? Um, I have a website at braca.zenfolio.com. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so they can see my photos there. Do you do Insta? No. Your face. Yeah, that was a (laughs) resounding no. I was like, no, I definitely don't do that. Thanks, though. Yeah, I'll put put in the liner notes of the episode and uh, how to get a hold of you and your your website to go look at your fabulous work. And um, hopefully the village across the sea. Hopefully it'll be up. This is not the official book, people, but this is like a little taste of it. Mm. Yeah. And ho- copy. Hey, ooh. Yeah. Both of us are like, ooh. That is much nicer looking. It is, I can already tell, mm-hmm. like, it's so shiny on the on the cover. Yeah. yeah. And right. when it comes up, we'll make sure to, like, t- direct people yes. to it, show them where like it is. Where they can buy it. Are yeah. you, you will be, like, shipping internationally in the whole nine yards. Yeah. The plan is to have it on Amazon, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you so it. much for br- being with us, Brian. It's been great to. Thanks for having me. To chit chat again. And cheers. Nice to meet you, Brian. Cheers. 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 We'll have you on again soon. Thank you. (laughs) So I'd like to thank Brian Miller again. Thank you very much for coming on. It was really good to talk to you again. He's a cool guy, huh? Very cool guy. He's my buddy. He's my friend. All my friends are cool guys. Mm. And ladies and people. Mm. All of them. Every single one. Not one is (laughs) uncool. Confirmed. Grump, bunch of <laughs> <laughs> I really love, I love, I love that we did the video recording and he's drinking Jeju soju. Mm. That made my night. I that's fun. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. He must have been fun to hang out with. It was great. Yeah. so many good, good times. times. So many yeah, good times. I have some. Yeah, the past was so much better than. 
the past. <laughs> you know, the past. Now we now you sound like the grumpy old. I know, right? Man. But know, we got nostalgic we had such good for the time. Past. Yeah, I guess nostalgia. But I mean, that was the interview. Yeah. He was very nostalgic, talking about the book, book and like, yeah, yeah. So right. I'm really excited to get my hands on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like if, if that sample product. book that we kind of showed you guys mm. as an audience, if that's like, I mean, that was the, incredible. So if that's not even the finished project, mm. I'm yeah. It's great. Really yeah. interesting, yeah. So I'll let everybody know when that book's available yeah, and where yeah. you guys can get it. Um, that's been another episode. Episode 12. Episode 12 is in the books. And now, we have more music? Yes, now I'm we do. I'm loving this part of our podcast. Yeah. I love it. The ending uh, song for this week is called Mom Nags by the Jeju-based rock group Banana Moon. Uh, the band explores well, what? Well, should we also say before we dive into them, let's say sure. Jason Lisko mm -hmm. for the intro music uh, for our intro music and amazing talent mm -hmm. and Sarah Hodgkiss for our uh, mm -hmm. beautiful artwork. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go out with Mom Nags. Mom Nags by Banana Moon. The yeah. band explores the past through with its eyes pointed to the future. And the song we're about to They're play a for fun you. Band. Yeah, it not fun. only slaps. That's what the kids uh, say, right? Slaps. You stop with this. It's not only slaps. But it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. And the music video for yeah, yeah. it will be found in like the description of this episode. Yeah, which we'll, you post, have we'll to, post the video. Have it's to, funny. Yeah, so without further ado, here's Mom Nags. Mama, please stop nagging me. I'm not speech anymore. You know I can do everything alone I can stop the left light I can close the green light I know one price one is simply two I know I should make me But it's just stress for me You know I can do everything myself Plastic beer. The gas coming between my 